Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. joining us. Um, today's discussion is going to actually be around knees. Every first Saturday of the month, we are going to be discussing knee health and how to get you to a happy knee. What's really exciting is that we're going to be expanding to include other additional topics that will further add to your life. So we're including yoga, we're including health, as well as other things that help you tap into your awesome uniqueness. And um, I definitely want to make sure anyone, if you have any questions at all, please feel free to call in at 914 914-338-0695. So today's topic is going to be general um, and just the importance of being able to take care of your knee. And we're also going to cover some areas, like things that you can do at home to make sure that you have um, a healthy knee. I mean, and I, I kind of don't want to say healthy. I want to say functional because, you know, the ultimate goal is to just not have a knee like, oh, yeah, it's there. It's doing what it's supposed to do. But have a knee that really does what you want it to do. If you want to go running, you're able to go running on it. If you want to walk long distances, you're able to walk long distances without pain. Um, and it's important, and I know some people might be even more urgent now, to understand, okay, what do I do if I don't have insurance, if I can't afford to get surgery? What should I do and what can I do to make sure that I have pain relief and that I'm able to take care of my knee so that it will not only last now, um, but it will last into the future as, as we grow older. And so the first thing I really want to talk about is um, the importance or the ability um, that your body has to heal itself. So your, our bodies are really, really awesome in that it can, we can do so much. And if you have a bad knee or you have knee pain, 
it's important to give your body the tools that it needs, and that would be in the um, in the form of what you eat. It would be in um, the habits that you have. Um, and making sure that you're giving your body the tools that it needs in order to really function um, for a long period of time. And so it's kind of like interesting. I recently started doing work a different way, and so I would just like sit in a specific position. And I realized that, like, whoa, what the heck, my neck is hurting. I would be, always do yoga and all that. And I was just like, you know, I inquired, like, okay, well, what's, what's doing, what's causing this, this pain? Is it, you know, something I'm eating? Is it how I'm sitting? And it turned out that it was due to the adjusted way that I was doing work. Um, and so it's important. It made it, it made a huge difference. I was just like, I really, you know, cannot turn my head and all that stuff. And so having those types of constraints and having those um, limitations on your knee, you know, can make a huge difference because our knee is like, you know, a very, very cheap point. So in terms of giving your body the tools that it needs, say that you, um, um, I would say it right off the bat, definitely visit thehappyknee.com. Um, I'll leave the link within the notes, uh, the show notes. So visit thehappyknee.com. Make sure you sign up to get your free gift. And that guide will make sure that it shows you, okay, what can you do um, to really take care of your knee on a um, a random basis on your own? Because, you know, frequently when we hurt our knee, it's definitely freak out time um, because we don't know what to do. And, you know, we need it for so much, like for so much. So definitely visit thehappyknee.com. Sign up to get your free Happy Knee gift. This gift is going to ensure that you're able to understand the role that food plays, the role that specific positions um, in terms of how you sit um, plays, as well as um, another, uh, one of the top recommendations in terms of what you should eat for knee um, pain. So that is a starting point. Um, and then also, I really want to make sure that, you know, I spoke earlier about, you know, how we sit and the things that we do and how that affects how, how that affects um, our knee. And so, you know, for those when you go to when you go to work and you stay in a specific position, make sure that you're not locking your knee out. And so what's kind of interesting is that sometimes you might think that we're locking our knee out when we're just having it just straight, period, you know. Um but it turns out that you're actually putting pressure on your knee when you're just sitting it in a 90-degree position. And so, you know, every now and then while you're sitting at work or you're in a position where you're going to be sitting down for a long period of time, um, you know, make sure that you're giving your knee some relief and that you're, you know, slightly bending it backwards and slightly bending it forward. And that might seem minor, but just think about the compound the compounding time in terms that you're using and just sitting in that specific position. And, you know, taking note of of periods of the day or periods of the week or such where we are doing something repeatedly unconsciously and, you know, sitting down is an an example of that. Um, Taking advantage of those parts of our day to really make sure that we're doing something to counter that 
long-term sitting or long-term standing um, will make a world of a difference in getting us to our knee goals. Knee goal being, you know, really being able to have a knee that does what you need it to do and being prepared for um, new challenges. So you spoke on um, knee positioning and say you're working a lot. So say you're standing a great deal. And the, the effect of standing on the knees is more pronounced than, you know, sitting in a specific position. Um, however, you know, there are things that you can do for that as well. So if you're standing for a long period of time, you do want to, you know, do little exercise, like, of course, you know, walk around a little bit, um, bend your knee, and really allow blood flow to your knee. Um, by work, by moving, you're actually stimulating the circulation um, to the knee to really give it what it needs. And um, that's really another thing in terms of kind of move it or lose it. Um, some people think, oh, okay, I'm running a great deal, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and that's why my knee hurts. And as that might contribute to it, more, more importantly, you really want to make sure that you're giving yourself, um, you know, a healthy level of, of physical activity. Because the physical activity actually keeps, you know, keeps your knee going. You know, although it can hurt more when you're maybe you're doing specific sports, but it's important to keep it moving because that does contribute to its longevity. It does contribute to um, its functionality. So you definitely want to keep moving. And um, if you have pain, you definitely want to adjust. But do what you can to keep moving your knee. And it's really important to help us to get circulation there. Um, and so thinking about circulation, let's touch upon how does food play a role into our knee pain and our being able to take care of it. And so overall, the reason I really wanted to touch upon easy-to-do solutions is I know some people might be worried about um, the effect of the like insurance, like okay, am I insured? Am I not insured? Okay, if if I have knee pain, what can I do? All this stuff, and so I really want to give insight into what you can do if you're worried about that through solutions that you can do at home that are affordable and that will most importantly give you relief and take you out of a state of fear. You don't want to live in that space, and so for those that are just tuning in. Um, I said earlier, make sure that you visit thehappyme.com and get your happy me gift. That gift is going to give you insight into, you know, just a starting point, an easy-to-do starting point in what to do for knee pain. And, you know, it gives you ways to, like, get released immediately. Um, in addition to that, you definitely want to check out the um, the Food for a Happy Me guide. Um at the happy need, at the happy com, so food, there's a happy need guide. More so is like a pain-free guide, how to get your meat pain-free. Um, and that tells you, okay, what should I eat and why you're eating what you, do, what you eat, um, as well as um, what you should not eat and what's actually causing, you know, different pain. So you want to check that out. And I even added in a breakdown, a week breakdown of, like, what to eat from day to day to give you a sample of what you can do. Um, so definitely check that out. And then if you're someone that has chronic knee pain, so say, you know, 
this pain is going on for a long period of time. You're just kind of like, you know what, I am over it and I need to know what to do. There's fortunately a guide on there for that too, the the Happy Knee Chronic Knee um, Guide. And, you know, it goes through the exercises that you can do. And things like this, like something that can walk you through, and what's awesome is a lot of the things are exercises that you can do at home. You know, and so it's like it's all about, you know, really empowering you and giving you what you need so that you can have a pain-free knee. So definitely check those things out at thehappyme.com and get your, at the very least, get your gift. Um, and so now let's get into food. So, you know, we're, we're really concerned about making sure that we're able to take care of our knee. Um, we're concerned about, you know, making sure that it works well. Um, <clears throat> and food is going to play a role in that. Um, food plays a role in pretty much everything we do. And so it's, it's really interesting to understand the role that it plays in ensuring that your knee doesn't hurt. Because, you know, every time we wake up, there's a new diet, there's a new theory, everything like that. Um, and even with those diets that come along, you know, something might be good for a diet, but it actually might be in turn harmful for your knee. And so I really want to kind of touch upon the things that are really important for you to include in your diet, things that are important for you to really try to reduce in your diet. And so right off the bat, you really want to have a diet that is um, really really filled up with foods that are not processed. So that means foods that you're making at home. And that is another reason to really make sure you get the Food for a Happy Knee Guide is because it goes through the recipes. And the recipes are specifically designed to be catalysts to really being a baseboard. So, like, if you know one recipe, you're able to make five from it, you know, in terms of variation um, and things included in it. Um, And, you know, Cooking might be kind of underrated in terms of, I guess, a lot. You know, we go out to eat. We enjoy, you know, experiences. Um, but it's important. It makes a huge, huge difference. And it, it, can be diff- it, can, it can be difficult, especially if you have a busy schedule where you're doing a great deal. You don't have as much time in terms of cooking and taking care of, uh, you know, making batches maybe in the beginning of the week. But it makes an, imp- it makes an impact. And at the very least, you want to work on eating foods that are very that are very processed. So, um, most ideally, you would eat foods that are um, <clears throat> that you make at home. Um, you know that are from your from a farmer that is close by, and uh, you know you would cook ahead of time so that you don't have to worry about oh gosh I'm stuck you know, event, and I have to just, you know, grab um, something processed to eat. And so that is, that's the, you know, most ideal thing. Now, let's say you're out, you're on a, you know, a work trip, and you're just like, I have to grab something to eat, and I want it to taste good and all that. Um, So in that case, you really want to try to stick to, um, like, like fruits and vegetables as well as just like um, 
plain foods are really, really, really helpful. And try to get things that are not packaged. So I know sometimes you can, like in the airport, you can get apples cut up or you can get this or that. And so you really want to try to get things that have very few steps between getting off the tree into your hand. And so, like, that's a quick measure. So just think, okay, how many steps went through? How many, how many steps did this go through in getting from, you know, its place of origin to my hand? Um, and that actually makes an impact because all those processes, in many cases, include the addition of chemicals or the addition of preservatives. And those things might seem slight. However, um, the compound effect and overall impact on your body can have, you know, result, can result in, you know, negatively impacting your knee. And so you really want to try to get out of the habit of that. Another thing that's really interesting is bringing food with you when you travel. And so you want to try to figure out, okay, what, what are snacks that I really enjoy that are travel friendly? Um, one thing that I love is that even if you're flying, you can actually chop up your fruits and vegetables, put them in a plastic bag, and bring them with you. Um, and, you know, it's actually worth the trouble. One, it's going to taste better. Um, it'll be more affordable than the airport food. And um, it's going to be, have a positive impact on your meat. <clears throat> so eat more fruits and vegetables. Learn how to cook them. Visit thehappyme.com to get your guide on that. And that will really, really, really set you up well in understanding, okay, what do I eat, when do I eat it, um, and how do I prepare it? And so it's really about knocking out those challenges in an easy way. And so we know what to eat. Now, what should we not eat? What should we kind of eat less of? Um, and so what's really nice about um, like knee challenges so depending, so say you have like a chronic knee pain or ACL tear. For me, I had an ACL tear and um, I healed it and like last year I ran the New York City Marathon and I healed it without surgery and I was able to really do different exercises and eat, you know, sort of eat a certain way that would contribute to um, allowing you to run a marathon, allowing you to still work out and stay in shape. And so I found that Foods that are high in um, processed, just like chemicals, like there are foods that are just like literally chemicals. Like when something is says it's going to give you like um, fiber, it's going to give you something else, and it doesn't naturally have that. You know, like some foods, they naturally have fiber or they naturally have fat. And you really want to stick to foods that naturally have those components as opposed to getting a synthetic version of them. And that is a very, very, very good rule of thumb when you're trying to, you know, get nutrients. So instead of it saying, oh, this has um, something that you need added to it as opposed to already naturally having it, instead go for something that naturally has it. For example, you know, some people always talk, you know, fats get Fats get it. And there are good fats. So like avocado or having a boiled egg, I'm like, um, oils and like those are good fats that actually feed our brain and so you, you don't want to deprive your brain and so um, you know it's important to know you know what are the good versions that you can have yourself 
Um, but yes, definitely like processed foods. So anything that you know you can't see all the ingredients of, like um, for example, say you have like chicken and rice, and you got chicken and rice, and you got it to go, and there's a whole bunch of other ingredients after it. It's like if you can't see all those ingredients that are in it or you can't pronounce it, that is, you know, kind of like a huge sign, like, okay, this is very, very processed. Um, And you really want to try to stick away from that. So um, there's that. And then, like, really processed foods you want to stay away from. And the other one, unfortunately, and I'd be true since I love sweets so much, but you want to kind of reduce your sweets. And you know, it's really awesome that some people just like real food. And so if this isn't a huge temptation for them. But if it is a temptation for you where you like sweet, you like your sugar, then really try to reduce the added sugar that you have, reduce, you know, the chocolates that you consume and stuff like that. Um, but replace it with something else that you enjoy. So one thing that I really like are, like, smoothies. I like... Um, you know, peanut butter with apples and having, you know, dried fruit um, as, you know, kind of like garnish over it. Um, and then within within those areas, you can just kind of play around with it. So you can have like different types of butters or um, try different vegetables with, you know, um, a nut butter on it. And so, you know, give yourself the opportunity to really kind of explore other options other than, you know, the the go-to sweets. And one huge thing is convenience. Frequently, we don't do these things because we're trying to do harm to ourselves. We do these things out of habit. And so the same way that a habit develops, you want to make it easy to develop a habit that is good for you and that can be done. And so right off the bat, when you're starting off in in terms of eating more vegetables, reducing processed foods, and reducing your sugar intake, and I just say reduce because, you know, it can be very, very challenging to kind of completely eliminate it without, you know, re-engineering your entire life. So you might start off with, okay, how many times do I consume these things? I just start off with, like, okay, I consume, you know, a chocolate bar seven days a week. And, like, you know, let's start off at consuming just six days a week. And, you know, just work on that. And then when you reduce something, add in an opposite uh, alternative that that will work. And that helps to make it so that the habit will stick because overall we really want to make sure that your knee is, you know, doing what it needs to do. Um, And so in terms of the food that you want to avoid, you do want, like that is extremely, extremely, extremely helpful. Um, I found that in terms of like processed foods, in terms of um, sugar intake, those were pretty much like when I would when I would consume those things in excess, I would realize that my knee would hurt like minutes later in time at times. Um, so you do want to kind of listen to your body, watch how it reacts to certain things, because your body might be different, but those are things that contribute to it. <clears throat> and lastly, I really want to touch upon well. For those that are just tuning in, you're listening to the Happy Me Radio Show. I'm your host, Lillian Daniel. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to call in at 143380695. Um, and 
you know, if you're having knee pain, definitely visit thehappyknee.com. Get your free happy knee gift. That will give you a great starting point on what to do to make sure you're able to effectively take care of your knee. Um, and also, if you have chronic knee pain, what is awesome is that there is a chronic knee pain guide there, and there is a pain-free, food-for-pain-free knee guide. Um, and that tells you what to eat, um, tells you the effect of specific foods, and really guides you through um, effectively adapting food habits that will allow for a happy, healthy, um, and really, really functional me. Um, so you definitely want to check out the Chronic Me Guide. Definitely want to check out um, the pain-free food, uh, the pain, food for a pain-free Me Guide as well. Now, lastly, we touched upon like stuff that you have during the day, what to eat, and you know we do we do like spring is coming, and there is a portion of you know how you work out. Um, exercise that you do that will contribute to your knee pain. And so <clears throat> if you've had like um, a traumatic injury such as um, an ACL tear, you know, something where the knee is injured and they, um, like a sport or physical activity, it's extremely, extremely important to be kind to your body, giving it the time that it needs to heal. And that can also be done through the type of exercises that you do. And so um, if you are in early stages of a knee injury, you know, feel comfortable and give yourself permission to work out with your brace on. And these braces can be um, purchased at, like, your local drugstore. But it's really just giving you an additional amount, additional support as you are, you know, working your way up to full functionality. So, you know, first off, if you're in the early stages of an injury, you know, wear the brace, give yourself support. Don't try to, you know, overexert yourself um, because the root goal that we want, wish to achieve is to have long-term knee health. Um, and so <clears throat> you really want to work on that. Um, the other thing is say you're further along where you're able to walk without the brace or without the crutches. Um, a lot of the exercises that we are told to do are to strengthen the muscles around our knee, and that further helps us to um, – it really helps to support the knee. And so when you're doing that, really listen to your body. Um, whenever you're doing anything, listen to your body and don't try to push yourself past a limit of um, past the point of pain, because we don't want to do any harm. And especially when we're kind of you know self-managing it, you know you really want to be kind to yourself. You want to make sure that okay, when I'm done working out, not only do I feel good, look good, but you know my knee is still in good shape, you know, or even in better shape. So one of my favorite examples is um, lunges. So lunges were one of the exercises that are, you know, really told, like, it helps to strengthen your knee. Now, with me, I found that doing lunges would actually cause a little bit of pain, um, and that might be because I hadn't done them for a while. But if you're the same way where you realize, you know what, doing a lunge really causes knee pain for me, and I wish I knew an alternative. Um, one thing I found that's a great alternative 
is a stairmaster. And that's that's because you're able to really control how fast you go, um, but you're getting the same knee strengthening um, or type of knee strengthening exercise in. So definitely try that. And overall, when you're exercising, make sure that you're really, really listening to your body because no one knows your body like you. You've been with it for the longest period of time. And so really, really respect, you know, if you're like, you know, this hurts or this doesn't hurt or I can, you know, do more or maybe I should do less, you know, listen to that because it's extremely, extremely important. Um, so thank you everyone for tuning in. I'm really, really excited for this year in terms of giving you guys even more information on how to, you know, enhance the quality of our life, really tap into our uniqueness. And in order to do that, we need to feel energized. We need to be healthy. We need to be happy. And I look, I'm excited to touch upon those um, areas. And so definitely visit the happyme.com. Get your free Happy Me gift. Um, if you are wondering, okay, what should I eat? What should I do? Definitely be sure that you get the chronic knee um, guide. And in that guide, which what's awesome is that I've also included the food guide, so you kind of are all set if you, if you just get that one. Um, but definitely be sure to tune in. If you have any friends that have any problems, make sure you tell them about the Happy Me show, radio show, and to see you guys next week. Have an awesome one.